Uh, and it's like you know what God will do. But it's not, always not like that. God always, what makes him God? What makes him God is the fact that there are certain things he hides from us. You see, so we intend to, yeah, it's the glory of God to conceal a matter. Uh huh. Such, yeah. So there are, there are things that God will hide as we are doing ministry. Please don't be in a rush. Don't anything. Just take your time. Allow God to work on you, to build you up. Amen. What did I say? Allow God to do what. To work on you, build you up. Don't be in a hurry. Don't, 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 don't put your, don't fix your eyes on certain things. Just be liberal, and always pray to God. Ask Him to direct you. Ask the guidance of the Holy Spirit. Amen. When you do that, you have God's best. There are so many things in my life I. I didn't, I, I had my own idea, but it ended up in a different way. Are you here with me? Yeah. Concerning even where to go to school, I had wanted to go to, I had wanted to go to a different secondary school. The same thing happened in the university. I don't know, I had always wanted to go to Legon. But God gave me tech. And it's later I understood why he did that. I used to pray, this, that, that, that. So when you are not careful, you miss the will of God for your life. Amen? Sometimes we consider the artwork. comes to my and that is why personally I don't
So you pray. And sometimes you pray and you tell God, have your way. Amen? You do what? You tell God, look, have your way. That's why, that's, that is why Jesus asked us to pray. He said, that your will be done uh, as it is in uh, as it is in heaven. It says, Our Father, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will, not my will. And, and look, anybody God is going to use, the person must die to self. Amen. Yeah, this morning when I woke up, the order that I was saying is, I'm dead. I'm dead. I'm dead. I'm a dead person. I'm a dead person. Because if, if what, I, what, I, what I want to say is that, it's not that like I'm, I'm declaring death, but death to myself and what I want. Are you here with me? So I don't react to certain. So when I have to react to certain, I said, dead people don't react. Allow it to flow. Amen. Now that's what that's what um, Catherine Coleman uh, said. He said, "I die a thousand times daily. Yeah. I die a thousand. Yeah. Praise the Lord." So it's very important that if I, I say this to help somebody, that you 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 allow the will of God. Always be in prayer. That's what we pray. Just be anxious for nothing, but in everything, with prayer and so that's why I'm I'm always leading the church to pray. And it's it's one of the secret things that I have discovered. I didn't, I didn't used to do that. I thought that in the morning everybody should do his private prayers. I don't I didn't like corporate prayers, but now that I'm a pastor, I realize that most people don't even pray and they don't even know what to how to pray. So it's better you help them to pray. Like the, the, the prayers we are praying now. Sometimes God directs me that. Let's pray in a certain way. See, like we are praying against invisible forces, invisible enemy. Enemies of frustration. Enemies of what? What was the first one? Today was frustration. Right? What was the first one? Hey, you've forgotten. Huh? Yeah. Enemies of discouragement. He says, a great and effectual door is open unto me, but they are what? There are many adversaries. Opposition. So we pray against, yeah, opposition and resistance. What is resisting us? What is stopping us? Well, I, I, I'm seeing a lot of I'm seeing a lot of breakthrough in many areas. Because, for example, the church trying to organize the whole church for evangelism was something that, that was very difficult for me to do. We couldn't do it. When anytime we say evangelism, people will not go. But when I when I um, this year, as we are praying, we said evangelism. People went to Kumasi, those who went out were over 60 in different groups, and they won many souls. Accra, when I checked, it was about, but, but, but you sent me there. About, about what? No, not those who went out. I mean, the number of souls that, uh, 40 souls, Kumasi, many people went, even 
KNUST, many people went, uh, were, were reached to with the gospel. You understand? I inside different places. So, but at some time ago, I couldn't do it. Why? Because there has always been opposition, adversary. So when the adversary's power is subdued, you see that there will be a free flow of things. Are you here with me? There will be increase. There will be, it's like things will be done easily and cheaply. That is the, that is the place of prayer. In your life, when you pray, you realize that things that used to be difficult and hard are now becoming easier. To, that is why I, I, I tell people, look, you, if you don't like prayer, your life will always be difficult for you. So I see men of God like Bishop Dag and they are always praying. It's like they always have prayer meetings, long prayer meetings. It's not that, it's like sometimes the topics they even raise, you think, is this relevant? Is this relevant at all? But it's working. Yeah. Yeah, prayer is the ministry. Are you hearing me? This is for a great and effectual door has opened to me. And there are many adversaries. Can you give me another version? Many opposition. You see? Resistance. So we will be resisted. That's the, that's the devil. For there is a wide open door for me to preach and teach here. So much is happening. But there are many enemies. And, and it's in many forms. Ministry, marriage, children, things. You see, there is an amazing door of opportunity standing wide open for me to minister here. Even though uh, there are many who oppose and stand against me. Many. And that is why we pray. So prayer is what reduces the resistance. And what, what eradicates that power of the enemy, that effect of the enemy. I, I mean, sometimes when, I meet, when we meet, the only thing that comes to my mind is, let's pray. Let's pray. Let's just pray. Let's, I, I wish that we, we do more prayer than even any other thing. That's my prayer. That as we gather as a church, it should be like all the time, anytime. Because you see, there are many things that are worrying against us. Ephesians 6. Uh, Ephesians 6, he says, For we wrestle not against flesh and blood. Uh, we wrestle. So there's, there is always a wrestling. There is always a fight. There is always a competition. It's like we are competing with the devil. We are competing with evil spirits. So many things. You are not competing with your, first, your, with your fellow Christian. You are not competing with your brother or your sister. You are, you are in competition with, the, with demons. With principalities. With evil powers. Huh? It says, no, start from the top. For we wrestle not against. Yeah. It says, for we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this age, against spiritual hosts of wickedness in the heavenly 
places. Give me another version. Let's read. For we are not fighting against people made of flesh and blood, but against persons without bodies. Uh Against what? Persons what? Without bodies. (laughs) That's the same. Invisible forces. So you must know that, if you want to set up a church, for the church to grow, for the church to do well, the, most of the battles you fight, they are never canal. If you see two church members fighting, it is not a canal. It's a, it is something the devil is planting. If you see confusion in the church, it's something the devil is planting. You see, yesterday I was thinking about it. I said, look, with our beautiful church like this, eh, with the love we have among them, so ourselves, we travel to places, we come back and everything. Look, Satan can come among us. And the kind of hatred and confusion that we'll have if we don't pray. You see a brother beginning to hate a brother. A sister beginning to hate a sister. A brother hating a sister. So many confusion. Like evil seeds will be sown. And you may think it's a human, human um, um, error. But it is not. It's the devil. Yeah. For we are not fighting against people of flesh and blood, but against persons without bodies, the evil rulers of the unseen world. Those mighty satanic beings and great evil princes of darkness who rule this world and against huge numbers of wicked spirits in the spiritual world. Please, can you, can you write, can somebody type this and send it to me? This version, just the way it is. So type it and send it to me. Yeah. Send it to me on WhatsApp. So, we, we, our battle is, is not an easy one. Any, any pastor, any Christian that wants to do something for God, that wants to, 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 to be happy and, ex, and, and reach and win souls, they're going to come against all these things. And when you look at the ministry of Jesus, he came up against so many things. Sometimes in the church, most demons love to go to church. They live in people. Jesus was preaching in the church and the demons started screaming. He says, have you come to destroy us? It is not, a, it's not our time yet. Demons fight us. And prayer is what will reduce and subdue them. And that is what will overcome them. Yeah. Overcome evil powers. Praise the Lord. Is somebody here with me? Yeah. So please, let's pray. That is why we must pray for one another. We must pray for the church all the time. Together we must always live in prayer. To overcome the the adversary. To reduce his effect in the church. Both last time I went to Kumase, the church had grown. So the church had grown. Even the children and some few few months ago, the children were not coming to the church at all, except the pastor show. Now the children gather 30, 40, 50. Kids from everywhere coming. Main church, you I said last time I saw there are a lot of new people in the church. A lot of new young people in the church. And I realize that it's because we are praying night and day. Amen. 
Praise the Lord. I'm even thinking, you know what came to my mind today? The whole of September will be a month that will pray. Every day. If it is 30 days. If you like, you fast. It's not compulsory, but if it is 30 days, every day we'll pray morning and evening. Every day. You will see the effect. No, the secret, when, when Yongi Cho was asked, what is the secret of your church growth? He said prayer. Bishop Wendepo will tell you the same thing. They have been praying for the past about 20 years. Every day, every morning, they have what? Covenant hour of prayer. Just one hour. Every morning, praying. And they even pray the same prayer topics. And the church keeps on. Because the, the work of the ministry is purely spiritual. Bishop, Doug, look at a, um, this um, flow meeting. They have it like four hours. Or sometimes five hours, if you've ever followed Four to eight, sometimes four to nine, and they are still praying. I pray, pray for your ministry, pray for the work of God, pray for souls to be one, pray for nations, and as if they are playing. And they are touching nations, and the maps of nations are coming, and they are praying. And you see that, you see, as, as he goes to do crusades, doors of nations are open to him. Places that nobody will go. You see thousands, hundreds of thousands gathered. Are you hearing me? Lift up your hand and say, in the name of Jesus, I receive the spirit of grace and supplication to pray. I will pray with the spirit. I will pray with my understanding. I will pray always. Every door of opportunity to minister will be open to me in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Prayer. Praise the Lord. No, no, no. Don't, don't give room for carnal thinking and carnal things. Pray. Live in prayer. Spend time in prayer. Praise God. Hallelujah. So, um, yes. Pastor Paul, you said, as we go for go, what? Go for Christ. Let's change it, you see. Let's make it um, Great Harvest Outreach. G-H-O. So, like, as we go for great harvest outreaches. Uh, it's our great harvest outreach. It's, the theme is great harvest, right? So, great harvest outreach. Great harvest outreach. And that's what we are focusing on this month. Yes, amen. Today, I want to give you reasons why you must be a soul winner. Reasons why you must be a soul winner. Amen. Matthew chapter 28, verse 18. Thank you, Jesus. Matthew 28, verse 18. Are you going to give me the scripture? Thank you, Lord. And Jesus came and spoke to them, saying, 
all authority has been given to me in heaven and on earth. This verse. Go therefore and make disciples of all the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Yes, another thing. Um, Pastor Paul, Pastor Peter, let us um, work on baptizing the people as they come. All right. Let's, let's have a baptism class that this month, as we win souls, we must baptize them. Amen. I hope all of us here have been baptized. Have you been baptized? Okay. Yes. So, have you been baptized? You have not been baptized. Okay. So, this month we'll do a baptism for. Yeah, it's it's you see, soul winning must be followed with baptism. Amen. You see, at the end of the month, yes. You see that the last Sunday, the last Sunday, you go and then baptize people. So prepare for that as they come to church. Or next month. Uh, or next month. As they come, the next month we think of baptism. So go therefore and make disciples of all nations baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Next verse. Teaching them to observe all things that I have commanded you. And lo, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. Hallelujah. You must be a soul winner because this is the great commission. Great command, great mandate, great instruction, great order given to us by our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. You must be a soul winner. You must be a soul winner because this is the great commission, the great command. The great mandate and great instruction and great order given to us by our Lord and Savior Jesus. These were the last words of Jesus to us when he was ascending to this world. He says, We must go into all the world and preach the gospel. So Jesus is still talking about it. He's still instructing us. He's still telling all of us, let us go. Go into all. He says, all authority has been given to me in heaven and on earth. Therefore, go. So it means that the authority that Jesus had taken, he has actually put it in the church or given it to the church. And we are we are going out in his authority, in his name. We are going as Christ. Are you here with me? Yes. So it is the greatest commandment and the great commission, the great work. Say soul winning is a great work given to us by our Lord and Savior Jesus. And we must obey it. Praise the Lord. 
is the great commission. Mark chapter 16, verse 15. You find the same thing there. In all the four Gospels. This is how Bach also put it. And he said to them, go into all the world. Look at it. Where? What's, what's the harvest field? The world. The world. Listen. Please listen to me. We must make it our point to reach many nations. Are you here with me? It's not, it's not given to some people. Bishop Doug is just following the word of God. That's why he's going to other nations. Planting churches in many other nations. Doing crusades in many, winning souls in many nations. It is our job to go to all nations. So as we are sitting here, please, we are not looking at Medina alone, Rolling Circle and Campus, University of Ghana or um, Adenta. No. We must start from here. But our ultimate goal must be that in some years to come, our ministry will reach many other nations. All the world. There's one church in Nigeria. They are everywhere in the world. They are every country on earth. That's Redeemed Christian Church of God. I think Witness Chapel as well. Lighthouse is around 65 nations. Yeah, Lighthouse is around 65 nations. Or more. So they do try. Even the books they, they write, they translate them to other nations. Other languages. Are you here with me? I think Christ is also widespread in many nations. Arab nations and the rest. So you must be a soul winner because this is the great command. Great mandate. Great, please put the great there. Great instruction given to us by our Lord Jesus. It is great. That's why we are doing great harvest. Is that not it? It's great. It's a great command. In Matthew chapter 9, verse 35. Thank you, Jesus. This is, then Jesus went out about all the cities and villages, teaching in their synagogues, preaching the gospel of the kingdom. And healing every sickness and every disease among the people. 36. But when he saw the multitudes, he was moved with compassion for them. Because they were weary and scattered like sheep having no shepherd. This verse. Then he said to his disciples, the harvest truly is plentiful. It's great. But the laborers are few. There are many people that are not saved. There are many people that are, that are in the streets. You must become a soul winner because that's the great commission. No matter the work you do, no matter who you are, your age, you can win souls. Do you know that when Jesus met John and James, 
they were young people. They were either in their in their teens or in their early twenties. Only Peter was married at that time. Who? Uzziah. Yeah. I'm talking about the disciples of Jesus. They were young people. Jesus himself was 30 years when he began ministry. You don't have to grow and become old and using walking stick before you can say, oh God, use me. No. God wants to use you fresh. Amen. Now that you have strength, now that I can, I can drive and go to places and preach and come back and still not feel tired. Some people want to achieve all that there is in the world before they, they want God to use them, before they come for God to use them. In the Old Testament, people were called from the ages of 25 like 20, 25 yeah, to 50. 50, you are retiring. <laughs> Amen. Hallelujah. Lift up your hand and say, Father, use me as a soul winner in Jesus' name. Just said, the harvest is great, but the workers are few. The harvest is a great thing. That's why I said, you call it the great commission. And God is looking for people who say, we want to be part of the, the harvesters. Amen. Praise the Lord. Look at um, John chapter John chapter 4. Thank you, Jesus. You see, in John chapter 4, we, we see Jesus witnessing to a Samaritan woman you know, and uh, this woman had had he, many issues. Issues with men. She had lived with five men. She had had a lot of problems. And even the man she was living with, cohabiting, was not married to her. Or had not married her. And Jesus began to talk to her, prophesy to her, tell her her story. And then the disciples came because he had sent them to go and buy food. Let's look at verse 27. And at that point, his disciples came and they marveled that he talked with a woman. Yet, yet no one said, Why do you, what do you seek? 
Or why are you talking with her? <laughs> this is interesting. <laughs> Sometimes, sometimes people see leaders doing something. It's like they don't understand. They are asking, "Why do you talk to a woman?" I, I, I wonder what they were thinking. Because that was the questions that were moving in their minds. Why do you talk to her? What do you want? So Jesus has Jesus cannot talk to a woman. Is that what they are trying to say? Peter, James, and John. Look at where their minds were. Huh? Oh, ah. Why do you say? He said, look at the question they asked him. And at that point, his disciples came and they marveled that he talked with a woman. Yet no one said, why do you seek it? Or why are you talking with her? Because they, they were thinking about it. Next verse. The woman then left her water pot, went her way into the city and said to the men come see a man who told me all things that i ever did could this be the christ then they went out of the city and came to him in the meantime his disciples urged him saying rabbi eat rabbi eat teacher eat for us look at what jesus said but he said to them, now watch this, I have food to eat of which you do not know. Hey. I have something I'm eating which you don't know. Next verse. Next verse. Therefore his disciples said to him, said among themselves, has anyone given you, has anyone given him something to eat? That's verse, verse 30, 30, 33. Eh? Therefore, the disciples said to one another, Has anyone brought him anything to eat? Now they are thinking whether the woman brought him food. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus talking to a woman is a problem. Hey. I dream. I dream B. Jesus said to them, my food is to do the will of him who sent me and to finish his work. He says, my food is to do what? Do the way. And what is the way of the father? So winning. He says, the son of man came to seek and to save that which was lost. He says, my will is to my food is to do the will of him who sent me and to finish. May we finish our ministry. May we win thousands of souls. Before, before, before we are dying, before we die, I'll be, I'll be 80 years. Abena will be standing by me. Monica will be there. Sunday will be there. Joseph will, will, be, will be talking. And then we'll be like, ah, we have done the work of God. Peter will be there. I said, now it is okay. I think I want to go home. I want to go and, and I want to enter into my mansion. Yeah, we'll finish it. We'll win many souls. We'll have crusades. No, 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 we won't cry. No, when I, when I die, you should wear white. 
No black. No, when I die at the age of 80, 80, 80 is okay. I don't want to get to 80, but 70, between 70 and 80 is okay. Because I, I mean, what am I doing on earth? Uh, just be happy. Let's be happy with ourselves. Amen. We should wear white and celebrate. Present, uh, absent from earth, present with the Lord. Amen. Next verse, quickly. Do you not say, uh-huh, now watch this, there are still four months, then comes the harvest. Behold, I say to you, lift up your eyes and look at the fields, for they are already white for harvest. Watch this. And he who reaps receives rewards or wages and gathers fruit for eternal life. You see, so winning is gathering of fruit for eternal life. May God give us understanding. It's, it's not those who get certificates. So. It's, it's, it's good to get certificates, but you, see, you must have souls. You are gathering fruit for eternal life that both he who sows and he who reaps may rejoice together. There is a day of rejoicing. There is a day where soul winners will gather. Those who planted and those who, 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 who reap will gather. And there is a, there is a party. Soul winners party. Rejoicing. Next verse. Next verse. For in this the saying is true: one sows and another reaps. Next verse. I sent you to reap that for which you have not labored. Others have labored, and you have entered into their labor. See, I just remember this. I just remember there's a certain video playing in my mind. I used to have Ben Hinn's video when he went to Bangalore, India, and Mumbai. That was the first time I saw a crusade of one million people. A crusade that one million people gathered. And the last night, there were three million. The last night. Can you, do you understand three million? More than half of a crowd had gathered. And he said, and this is the scripture he quoted when he was doing the documentary. He says, because when he went there, many pastors had been killed in India. For preaching the gospel. Some of them were burnt alive. And these are the people that went to sow. And now he entered to reap the harvest. So he said, I said, no, go back. Well, yeah, I sent you to reap. Go back. No, uh, where are you? I sent you to reap that for which you have not labored. People have, people have preached. All that you are going to do is to gather them. Lead them to Christ. Because you see, let me tell you something. It takes some time for God to work on people's hearts. You may not know. The preaching you went to, the, 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 soul, the, the preaching you went out to preach, that was not the first time those people hear the word of God. Though. They have been hearing. But that may be the day that God was bringing them into the kingdom. Also, when you led them to Christ, they agreed and, and they came. You understand? Yeah. So others have labored. 
I sent you to reap that for which you have not labored. Others have labored and you have entered into their labor. You are just completing the work for them. This verse. And many of the Samaritans of that city believed in him because of the word of the woman who testified. He told me all that I ever have, I ever did. You know, I'll tell you about ways to evangelize. There's a way, there's a prophetic way to evangelize. You see, when, some people, when they are evangelizing, they shut off, they shut, they, they close their spirits. No. That's why you must pray before you evangelize. God, reveal things. You see, there are things you say about people and that is it. I was listening to a man of God. You know what? A, a juju man recommended his client to the man of God. The juju man said, I'm tired. I cannot solve your problem. But there is a pastor in this city. Go there. Two people. And he said, so the, the pastor was getting angry. How can a juju man recommend me? And then the, the juju man said, uh, the guy, the, the men told the juju man, they said, the juju man said he's tired of our problem, but he knows that you can solve it. A juju man recommending someone to a pastor. Or recommending, eh? Recommending a pastor to someone. And truly, when they sat down, the when they sat down, the pastor mentioned the problem which they brought to him and mentioned the people who are involved, their names. And they, they knelt down and said, we are giving our life to Christ. That's it. Yeah. So there is a way you can evangelize prophetically. There's a, there's a, boy, there's a boy in one of my, my brothers, my friends' church. The guy had a gift. He sits in the trotro. And he started mentioning the names of the people. And then told the guy, he said, you, there's a condom in your pocket right now. You are going to see a lady. The guy said, how do you know? How do you know? This is it. Mention a lady's name. Mention you. You have two boyfriends. One of them is planning to kill you. May God open. Uh-huh. Yeah. May God give us such grace. Are you here with me? Yeah. To identify and see things about people. And that's how Jesus operated. Jesus told the woman her issue. Eh? Prophetic evangelism. Jesus told the woman her issue. And sometimes even as you are talking, eh, you may not be you may not be aware, but the things you are saying are, are just you are hitting something in a person's life. The person is like, hey, this guy, does he know me? This lady, does he know me or not? You understand? May God give us such revelation. He says, many of the Samaritans of that city believed in him because of the word of the woman who testified. He told me all that I have ever did. Next verse, look at it. So when the Samaritans had come to him, they urged him to stay with them. And he stayed there two days. You know, but he was just passing by. Oh, the people caused him to do a crusade for two days. My first crusade. 
He was waiting for, the, for food, though, but now look at what he has turned. It has turned into a crusade. May you go to a place and may they gather people around you to listen to you for two days. I've had such experiences before. They said, please, I'm going to bring my brothers. I'm going to bring my roommate. They must all hear this thing. Next verse. And many who believed, and many more believed because of his own word. Because of the preaching, the teaching, the word of Jesus. Many people believed. Many people believed. Next verse. Then they said to the woman, Now we believe. (laughs) Not because of what you said. For we ourselves have heard him and we know that this is indeed the Christ, the Savior of the world. Put your hands together for Jesus. Wow. 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 Now we believe. You know, there's something amazing about the gospel. It reveals Christ to people. Christ is revealed. Christ is known. People can be, look, people tend to have encounters with Christ. You don't know. Sometimes people come to church. And I don't know, all of a sudden, it's like they have caught a certain revelation. They are so happy, excited, and then just flowing with the church, the ministry. And so like, oh, what has this guy seen? May God reveal himself to all the people we are we are witnessing to. May God reveal none of them will be lost. They will stay as we pray, as we minister to them. Many people will be saved. Praise the Lord. This is the thing they said say to the woman. Now we believe, not because of what you said. For we ourselves have heard him. And we know that this is indeed the Christ. May Christ be revealed in our outreach. May people see Christ. They say, hey, the people came here and they came to introduce us to the man, the Christ, the Savior. That this is the man who can save us. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. I feel like closing. I think I've, I've finished what I want to say. This is just the first point. I have six points. But this one alone, the gospel is the great commission. It's the great work. That brings people to salvation. Romans 1, 16. Romans 1, 16. Thank you, Jesus. Says, for I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power. So the gospel, the preaching of the gospel, is the power of God to salvation for everyone who believes, for the Jew first, and also for the Greek. Next verse 17. For in it, in the gospel, for in it. Is the righteousness of God. In, for in it, the righteousness of God is revealed from faith to faith. As it is written, the just shall live by faith. 
in the gospel the righteousness the gospel is what makes people accepted by god that draw men to god that make god that that make people become god's household it makes people part of god's house is the gospel is the power of god unto salvation and that is why we must preach it that is why we mustn't keep quiet that is why we mustn't shut our mouth it is what is saving generations it is what is bringing people somebody who is bound for hell will, will make it to heaven somebody who's whose who, whose life is finished you see the gospel gives us a leverage people may not go to school are you here with me people may not have education People may not have money. People may not have certain opportunities in life. But with the gospel, God can still work. God can accept them and work in their lives. It gives us a level ground. Puts us on the same page. That is the gospel. The gospel offers hope to the hopeless. Everyone can receive hope through the gospel. People have hope because they have gone to a university. I have hope that I'll get a job. I have hope that I'll, I'll marry because I'm beautiful. I'm this. But what about those who don't have all those things? The gospel gives hope. Christ in you, the hope of glory. For in it is the righteousness of God revealed from faith to faith as it is written. The just shall live by faith. So the gospel is a great key. And that is why God wants us to, to preach it all the time. Preach it. Hallelujah. Since the harvest is great, but the laborers are few. Let's look at the book of Luke. We are just looking at the first one, just the first point. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Yeah. It's a blessing. Lift up your hands and begin to pray in a, in a mandara bala bala. Mandara vede veshe. Ikara bala 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 bala. Ye mandara bala 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 bala. It's a gospel. Number two. Let's go to number two. Ephesians chapter two, verse ten. I'm just giving you two points and then close. Ephesians two, verse ten. 
It says, for we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should work, we should walk in them. We are his workmanship. No, 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 go back. Created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God has prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. You know something? You must be a soul winner because you are created to carry out the good work of soul winning. Soul winning is a good work. Soul winning is a good work. Jesus said, as the Father has sent me, so have I sent you. John chapter 10, verse 37. Let's read scriptures. John 10, 37. John 10, 37. you Jesus are you here John 10 37 these are the words of Jesus he said I do not the works of my father. Do not believe me. This verse. But if I do, though you do not believe me, believe the works that you may know and believe that the father is in me and I in him. 39. Okay, it's okay. Listen. We have been created to do some works. And the works that Jesus did. And Jesus said, look, if I do not the works, believe me not. But if I do the works of my father, believe me. Because it's a sign that the father is in me and I'm in him. What shows that God has sent us, has given us, has created us for works, has created us for works, is to do that which Jesus came to do. Jesus said, the Son of Man came to seek and what? To save that which was lost. It is the work of the Father. And Jesus said, we must do the same. He says, just as the Father has sent me, so sent I you. The same works, the same ministry, the soul winning business, that is what God has sent us to. So he has created us for good works. Jesus said, the works that I do, shall you do also. And he says, and greater works than this 
you shall do because I go to the Father. John 14, 12. Huh? So it's so important that if we say we are following Christ, we must do his works. And the number one work Jesus did was to win souls. Jesus was a master soul winner. He was what? Yeah. Jesus won the soul of Nicodemus. Jesus spoke to the woman at the well. Jesus spoke to Zacchaeus. He spoke to Nathaniel and Philip. He was winning souls everywhere in, in mass, in groups. 5,000 people came to hear him. People at the seashore, Jesus was winning souls. In the house, he was winning souls. In the, in, on, on the, in the wilderness, he was winning souls. He was a master soul winner. And we are to walk in the steps. Well, that's why we are created. It is just as the Father has sent me, so sent I you. It's something we have been wired for. We were created to win souls. Amen. And that is the work of the ministry. As a church, that's what we must do. Since the works that I do, verse 25, John chapter 10, verse 25. The works that I do in my Father's name, they bear witness of me. But, do you, but you do not believe because you are not of my sheep. As I said unto you, my sheep hear my voice and I know them and they follow me. And I'll give them eternal life, and they shall not perish. Neither shall anyone snatch them out of my hands. Jesus was talking about the work of soul winning. The works that I do, largely, was soul winning. Not carpentry. Not fishing. Not as a secretary. Not at a filling station. Not as a teacher in a classroom. But not as a doctor giving injections. But as what? A soul winner. This is my sheep. He described it, my sheep. They will hear my voice. They will not follow a He said, nobody will snatch them from me. In other words, I win souls and I keep them. That's the greater, great work. Is somebody listening to me? Let me add one more and then we close. Number, number three. You must be a soul winner because soul winning and gives great joy and energizes Christians. Luke chapter 10, verse 1 to 3, and then verse 17. Soul winning energizes Christians and gives great joy. Soul winning gives great joy. Jesus, then he, you know, verse. Luke chapter 10, verse 1. After these things, the Lord appointed 70 others also and sent them. Say appointed. And sent. Say appointed. 
and sent. Yes. Appointed and sent. That's the work of the ministry. And now I was telling, you see, the pastors, we must appoint people quickly and send them to do the work of God. Appoint and send. Mm-hmm. Appoint and what? And send. Appoint and send camp. Uh, appoint and send camp. Next year, yes. Appoint and send camp. And send them two by two before they face into every city and place where he himself was about to go. Uh, two, verse two. Then said to them, then he said to them, the harvest truly is great. You look at the number of times Jesus is saying these things. Oh. The harvest is what? The harvest truly is great, but the laborers are few. He kept on repeating this. Oh, Jesus. It's, that's the heartbeat. That's why we say evangelism is the heartbeat of God. So winning is the heartbeat of God. Therefore, pray. So now prayer comes in too. Amen. Because if you don't pray, let me tell you something. Look at me. Many people will not do the work of God. Look, one of, you see, human beings are selfish, even Christians. Very few people want to talk about going out, winning souls, doing evangelism. It takes... Any pastor that is able to lead his church to evangelize, that pastor must be strong. Because, you know, people come to church not expecting to win souls. Or, no, no. They come to church for their own blessings. How they will pass their exams. How they will have money. How they will marry. How they, their children will do well in school. How they will travel outside the country. That is, that, these are the, the, the desires of people. So when the Bible says pray for laborers, who are going to be the laborers? I met one guy at Anakazo. I asked him, where are you? He said, I'm a missionary at Guinea-Bissau. Do you know Guinea-Bissau? I've been there for... He said, he was in Legon. He was a young guy in Legon here. I'm Fred. I met another one. I'm 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 a missionary to Madagascar. I met another one. I'm a missionary to... Central African Republic. And I'm at Cote d'Ivoire. I'm say, wow. You don't want to, you want to go to school and have money and have a very lovely marriage. Living, holding hand to hand with your hand, going to Canada, traveling. See? Who are the laborers? So the prayer is to change the hearts of people. And say, look, I want to go and live in Togo and do the work of God. See, that, that, is, why, that is why forever I would respect and love Bishop Doug and the Lighthouse Church. Because see, the attempt they are making to fulfill the scriptures is unparalleled, cannot be compared to anyone. The attempt they are making. Have you sent somebody to Guinea-Bissau? Do you know of Guinea-Bissau? There are some countries that planes don't go there. If you want to go there, you have to take a plane to another country. Maybe go to Europe before you go there. But from Ghana to that place, there is no flight. 
Ghana to that country, there's no flight. Liberia, you meet people, they say, where, where is your church in Liberia? Where's your church? There's one guy who used to be very vibrant in, in life. He, was, he used to be at Cape Coast University. He's at Mozambique. He has built a big church. Last time I went to see Bishop Dag, he was the one sitting with us. Yeah? You call him, um, I think something like the Oche, Apache. He's a bishop now. Young man. Will you go? Will you be a laborer? And that, that, that must affect our songs. You see, from today, our songs must be so winning songs. Huh? See, it must be about the Great Commission. Everything that we are doing. We must turn our church into a missions church. And when we start doing that, we'll have people to go to any... Where, where do you come from? Navrongo. So you see, now you have come to Accra. If I say, go and start a church in Navrongo, will you go? <laughs> He said, no, no, I've come to Accra to look for money. Why should I go and live in there? Eh? Why should I go and live in a, in a place where there is no money? You see, so money is actually what is driving people, not souls. For true Christians, for the laborers, they are driven by the souls. Jesus said, I have food to eat that you don't know of. And the truth is that those who also go, they prosper more. They do what? They prosper. Am I talking to somebody tonight? Is somebody's mind changing? Yeah. Look, I, 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 my prayer is that when our church is built in Accra here, the moment we, we have a church in Accra, I'm going to the next place. We buy the land. We st- no, no, no. I'm going to the next place. No, no, I cannot. No, no, no. I'm, go- I'm going. I'm going to cry. Going for more souls. I, we want to start with the regional capitals. Kumase, Accra, Sunyane, Takra. Then later we move to district capitals. And then from district, then we move to villages and towns. It's not where you don't want to go. You will have to go. Unless your heart is not ready. You will have to go. I love to go. I love to go to the villages. In fact, I, I we are. I'm just praying that God will bless us. The ministry will grow. We'll have enough equipment and other things to go and organize crusades and do things, not staying and getting money and what? What it will corrupt you? Yes, Kukum. I've been to Kukum before. No, I know Kukum. I've been there. I've been to Kukum. It's only Koko. It's. It's only forest and cocoa that you see. The city is, the town is small. But. Mm-hmm. Are you here with me? So, you see the places you are mentioning, some churches are there. Lighthouse is built in churches there. We went to, um, went for a funeral at, um, after Tichiman. There's a town called, very far, so a lot of lighthouse churches, a lot of them, mega church, new ones they are built. New ones. I think it's part of the 200 Bishop Dark. Or is it 500? 500 that they said they are built 490 something. Oh, it's where they See, you want to be in a place where, where there is light, where there is air condition. Oh, 
I'm going to be there. You hear in the morning, you hear pop, 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 pop. You hear cocoa. You know cocoa. <laughs> you, you, you hear you hear the sound of birds. Yeah, you don't hear birds. There is no KFC there. If you want to eat chicken, you have to chase it. Chasing, chasing. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh. You eat, you eat um, bush meat, game. Hallelujah. Amen. Verse 3. Luke chapter 10, verse 3. Where is the verse 3? Then he said to them, The harvest truly is what? Great, but the laborers are few. Therefore, pray the Lord of the harvest to send out laborers into his field. Verse 17. Look at verse 17. Let's read it. Ready? Go. 17. Verse 17. Ready? Go. Then the 70 return with joy. They return with what? One of the best things that will happen to you is when you win souls. You come with so much joy. Were you not happy when you went out on Sunday? Were you not happy? That you have spoken to people about Christ. Let's read it again. Ready? Go. Then the 70 return with joy. Say, Lord, even the demons are subject to us. Did you say the demons are subject to you? They are subject to us. For the first time, they saw that, hey, we have power over demons. We have authority. We have power over demons. Evil spirits. When you are a soul winner, evil spirits are subject unto you. You have power over them. There is great joy. There is happiness. There's, there's the sense of fulfillment and excitement in you when you are a soul winner. You become a happy person. There's not, nothing. Look, that's why Jesus said, I have food to eat that you don't know of. He said, my meat is to do the will of God and to finish it. He was so happy. That's why people said, stay in the town for two days. He stayed with them. Because he was winning, so busy winning, winning and tired. And so this is the seed that Jesus went to sow. And later, Philip went there. Uh, and then the whole city was saved. With, filled with joy. Amen. Hallelujah. May God use you to be a soul winner. To be somebody that will be that will bring joy to many people. And you too, you will have joy and will be blessed. May God use this church, Lord. May it become a church that is interested in the Great Commission. A church that is interested in missions. A church that is interested in souls. The lost, bringing many. Bringing many young people who will, be, who will be ready to go anywhere for the work of the ministry. Not just build a big church and be happy with it and talk about business. But to be doing the work of God. Stand to your feet. Pray to God that Lord, make us laborers. And Lord, bring more laborers into this ministry. Lift up your voice. Ah, why? Why did I just get up and you all disappear? <laughs> Open your mouth and pray. Mandarabo sheka barianda. E mandarabarianda rabaraba.
Rindorobo Shandala Bakapandala Bashade. Likabo Jalabiata Shandala Bakapande. Father make us live 